Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and to build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Hi, Rebels. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, the interview. I'm your host, Alea, and today we're talking to Philomena Kwao, who read us the story of Zainab Selby. It's a really important episode, so go take a listen if you haven't already. Philomena, can you tell us more about yourself? Hi, my name is Philomena Kwao, and I'm a plus-size model who lives in London and New York. How exciting. And I'm also an ambassador for Women for Women International. You've worked for the rights of women and girls for a long time. How did that get started for you? If I think back, it's really hard for me to find one specific time where I became interested in women's rights. I'm a first-generation immigrant from Ghana, and my mom, when I was younger, would always tell me stories of how different her childhood was to mine in London. And most of the differences were because she was a girl born into a culture where girls were seen as less than than boys. I've always been a very curious girl, and... I would always ask why the girls had to have their hair cut at schools and the boys could grow their hair. Why is it that the girls couldn't play football and the boys could? And I think my interest in women's rights and the differences really started like, yeah, like I'm saying from childhood, because I really can't remember a specific moment when it was just a natural curiosity. So then it makes sense that you became an ambassador for Women for Women International, the foundation that Zainab started. One of the big things in the story you read us about Zainab is how important it is to share our stories. Is that important to you too? I think it's incredibly important, incredibly, especially in a world where women are often silenced because we're told we're too loud, we're too bossy, especially when you're black. Like that's a whole nother layer there. Like um, little black girls are often called stubborn, rude, bossy, arrogant. It's almost like our confidence is seen as a violence. When people come out and they talk about their own stories, I realize that I'm not alone. And then when I feel like I'm not alone, I realize there are other women who look like me, who are feeling the same things as me. I feel strengthened. I feel empowered. And so I think it's beautiful to find a community of people who are sharing stories that you've been through, because maybe in your immediate environment, you can't find anyone who looks like you. Right, because representation really matters. Do you think about that in your modeling career? When I first started, I think I was the only dark-skinned plus-size model with natural hair. So because of that, I got a lot of press and there was a lot of interest in, ooh, they've got a black model. Ooh, she's got her natural hair. Wow, how revolutionary. So it's like I almost realized the responsibility of looking like I did very, very early on. And so I just started to speak out. 
I have um, a family friend who has three daughters and I remember I modeled for Lane Bryant and I was in the front of their store and she lives in the Bronx and she walked home with her mum and her mum literally called me. She'd been bullied in school because she has like very thick Afro hair like my own and people made fun of her and she wanted to straighten it. But then she saw, she was like, oh look, Auntie Phil, Auntie Phil and her hair. And just the change in her from seeing someone in the shop window in the Bronx, like walking up and down and being like, that's my auntie in the window. Like, how cool is that? It's like a million people can tell you, oh, you inspire me. But when I'm able to inspire my sisters and nieces and nephews around me, and I literally see the day-to-day -day change in their confidence because they're like, oh yeah, you did this so I can do this. And I see, you know, the shoulders come back, the head stands up. They're no longer like fighting themselves. That's when I feel like I've made a difference. Philomena, if you could go back and give yourself some advice when you were my age, what would you say? If I could go back to when I was a kid and give myself a piece of advice, it would be to don't dim your light for people who don't understand you. Never make yourself smaller than you are just because you want to fit in, because you will find the people that you fit in with and your light is too important to put out. I think that's my biggest thing. And finally, what makes you a rebel girl? Yeah, I think it's not listening to no. Like I don't let people tell me that I can't do something. And my mom always says like with Phil, if she puts her mind to it, it's gonna happen. So there's no point in trying to tell her she can't do it. Thank you, Philomena. And thank you for listening. If you like the show, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and share it with all of your friends. Catch you next time. Stay Rebel. Thanks for listening to this episode, Rebels. Did you know there's a whole world of Rebel Girls to explore? Go to rebelgirls.com slash more to check out our latest books, t-shirts, crafting kits, and, well, more. Visit rebelgirls.com slash more. Until next time, stay rebel.